The Nature of the Mundane, Part 1 The clicking sound on my windshield sounds like a brittle cascade of sleet, but this being June, and this being a bluebird sunny day, I consider other sources. I am driving along the north shore of Lake Michigan, just past the Mackinac Bridge. Perhaps sand is pelting my windshield, but I reject this option when I spot a limp, windless American flag at a gas station, proudly announce its patriotic support of twice-impeached Trump. My vision blurs as the clicking persists, and now I'm looking at the road through a dangerously smudged windshield. This is Memorial Day weekend, the cusp of the mosquito season in these northern woods, and now I am certain that I am responsible for the wanton destruction of a suffocating swarm of mosquitoes arising en masse from their watery origins, reveling in their brief foray under a welcoming sun. As the corpses smear my windshield, I wonder if mosquitoes have any concept that their evolutionary strategy focuses on quantity over quality, that vast numbers will die a futile, unfulfilled, and potentially violent death, either vehicular insecticide, a provoked slap from a bipedal victim, or a sharp swish of a tail. Only a few of the lucky males will mate, a remarkable feat as it's done in flight. A smaller proportion of the females will score the blood meal necessary to provide the proteins required to nurture and then lay her eggs. The clicking intensifies as I accelerate to pass an oversized RV, rhythmically swaying across the median strip. More roadkill clutters my windshield. Mosquitoes, so easily sacrificed, still must have a collection of neurons that passes for our brain, allowing them to see, move, taste, and detect heat. In fact, mosquitoes make life and death decisions. Females must detect and chase down a warm-blooded target, and then select the most succulent bit of flesh to bite. Their attraction to carbon dioxide is well known, but beyond that they have poorly understood preferences for certain odors, an alluring combination of some 340 odors that can dot our skin. My own experience is that mosquitoes much prefer my husband's B.O. compared to mine, for which I am grateful. A few miles further, a hint of red appears in the upper left-hand corner, a mosquito distended with blood. Normally, I would have no qualms about killing a mosquito. In fact, their easy dispatch may be their only redeeming feature. And I may express vindictive anger when I see a blood smear, wondering if the blood belongs to me or whether, on this muggy day, I have been anointed with the blood of the hairy guy ahead of me at the Piggly Wiggly. Improbably, I feel a tinge of remorse. This heavily laden female was one small step from completing her reproductive mandate, really the only goal in her short life, and has been cut down at random. I imagine a lucky lottery player clutching her winning ticket, only to get run over as she crosses the street to collect her winnings. Now I am deep into the plight of the mosquito. It has been a long drive. In my world, mosquitoes are managed with bug spray and protective clothing, but worldwide there has been an all-out assault on the mosquito, the entirely innocent carrier of a variety of wily parasites, like malaria, and viral diseases, including yellow and dengue fever, and the West Nile virus. Mosquitoes remain one of the greatest public health challenges. As a result, research into their biology continues to be well-funded, searching for a chink in its reproductive system that can be exploited. 
A release of a swarm of sterile males is one straightforward strategy. I delve into this research on my cell phone at the gas station. I quickly learn that when I swat a mosquito, I am squishing a pair of the female's oviducts and ovaries, and the male's testicles and seminal vesicles, anatomies that have been retained throughout the animal kingdom. I see articles titled, A Mosquito Sperm's Journey from Male Ejaculate to Egg, or the discovery of a genetic switch that can turn females into males. Tempting rabbit holes of information string me along as I scroll my screen. I feel the danger of elevating mosquitoes to one of the eight wonders of the modern world, boring dinner companions with descriptions of the exquisite choreography of a multi-pronged mosquito proboscis sinking into warm flesh. I get back in the car and buckle up. A brief scan of this information has been enough, an exhilarating testament to the never-ending, ever-moving human imagination that helps me appreciate beauty and wonder beyond a bloody smear on a car windshield.